0: Welcome back to the X Files podcast by LSG Media. I'm Dean. I'm Josh. And on this week's episode, we bring you season two, episode 16 Colony. Let's talk about X Files. You want to? Do you want to talk about Colony? episode Colony. 16. Dude, this is a really good episode of television. Yeah. Oh, we're um, in it. Okay. Yeah. We're in it. You know, I got to be honest with you. I might even love this episode. I, well, There's a lot way, going on. Way to bury the lead. No, I'm not. I'm not no. burying no leads. Um, And I'm ready, dude. I'm ready to dive in. Um, I really, really wanted to get a second full watch in. I was unable to because I did not manage my time properly. See how I accepted responsibility for that? <laughs>
1: you're a big boy. I yep. got one and a half too. I'm kind of in the same boat.
0: I didn't say I didn't have time. No, you didn't manage your time. There's a hundred percent everybody has time. It's just a question of prioritizing that time. Let's do a TED talk instead, Dean. That sounds like real fun about <laughs> something you're only sort of rudimentarily skilled in. You so. probably
1: wasted your time working and feeding your dog and spending time with your wife. When stupid. you Stupid. All stupid Making stuff. better use of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we are, uh, it's not uncommon for us to talk about, uh, mythology on the X-Files podcast as something that is a, can I just say second tier in, in terms of not necessarily quality, but in terms of what you and I, I think both, uh, love about the X-Files. You know, I think we're both monster of the week fans at
0: heart, but do you want to say it's a racist uncle? It's well, (sighs) like a folksy racism. (laughs) But he only really got squirrely in his later years. That's what I'm saying.
1: When he was younger, you know,
0: you could still hang out with him. Right. He it wasn't a total still, embarrassment. Yeah. Right. You wouldn't want to bring your black friend to Thanksgiving if he had a few in him.
1: It was, it was worth it for the war stories, right?
0: Right. Right. There's uh, how I, The best way to say it would be it is concise and oddly innocent in the beginning.
1: <laughs> Oddly innocent.
0: Yeah, what's a little ice pick between friends?
2: But no, uh, seriously. By the, the... way, uh,
0: a, 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 a goddamn mechanical spring-loaded ice pick. Mm. I I have a lot of questions about that weapon. I hope you know the answers. <laughs> I don't. I probably don't know any of them. But I don't know if they explain it. Well, it doesn't. I doubt they explain it. But it doesn't really matter, does it? I don't want to get hung up on the ice pick. I like it, though. It's menacing. But I'm just saying, I forgot how, like, man, the first few seasons of
1: Mythology, pretty fucking good. Oh, yeah. Like, w- when you look back over the last handful of episodes we talked about, Colony is ratcheting up the game, big time. Not just in terms of stakes, but just quality.
0: Very high quality
1: episode. I mean, this, this is a great episode of TV. It's compelling. It's suspenseful. It's well, I think it's well shot, well written. Um, you know, Menacing Brian Thompson as the alien bounty hunter is is great. The mm. this whole thing with with the doctors, the clones, the rebels, um, really cool, man. Really cool. And uh and its mythology at I, I wouldn't say it's peak, but definitely it's uh it's upper echelon. Right. That? Right.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you, I would not call myself highly proficient at X-Files knowledge which is good and bad. But here's where it's good. I don't recall a lot of the mythology. I didn't see a lot of these episode mythology episodes many, many times over, which is awesome, and I find myself in utter suspense for next week. I don't remember. I mean, I know certain things won't happen because it's a TV show with a lot of seasons. But I but it's kind of cool, man, because I I'm sitting here going, "Wow, this is this is super compelling." You had a lot of good descriptors, and there's one I would like to add to it, Joshua, and it's called succinct. Ooh. Yeah. This- (laughs) Unlike the X-Files podcast, you mean? 100%. 100%, (laughs) yes. Uh, Not succinct, but this is succinct. And I'm going to tell you why, because it seems to me that the mythology thing can get a little convoluted over time. Does that make sense to you? Oh yeah, it makes uh, so buckets and buckets of sense. Right, right. And it's just one of those things where I go, well, um, this is getting a little out there. In this, the explanations all work. It's action-packed. And I know that that doesn't, saying something is action, Josh, saying something is action-packed is not necessarily a pro, is it? No, that often
1: means that it lacks depth or not necessarily directly correlated to that. But mm. I think that's not uncommon. That something that's action packed maybe isn't incredibly cerebral or deep with character development. Jaws 3D, Josh, action packed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but
1: the extendables?
0: The extendables by the way, can you please illuminate the listener on the extendables? We're talking about the alien bounty hunter, and we're talking about Brian Thompson. Please tell us the discovery that you made moments <laughs> before going live because it's, um,
1: yes, the moment I'm not ago. Saying you
0: found a dinosaur, but it's pretty
1: good. <laughs> well, I was, I was, you know, I really like Brian Thompson as the alien bounty hunter. He looks like he obviously looks like a cousin of the Baldwins, right? He's another Baldwin, and even he looks like Baldwin.
0: Yeah, he looks like a Baldwin fucked Schwarzenegger. <laughs> In it, in it, in the nutrition was a little lacking in the beginning, Yeah, but then he started lifting and in like the protein shakes came, Mm -hmm. but it never quite his, uh, we, so can I, can we pause on Brian Thompson? What animal is he game? Ooh, yeah. Okay. And, And then you can just kind of do your thing.
1: Yeah, let's come back to that. So just looking over his IMDB credits and um, scrolling through, and I was like, holy shit, he was in the Expendables? And I look a little closer. No, 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 friends, that's the Extendables. And I'm like, huh, was that like a C-list Expendables? Just clicked on it. Uh the caption reads A struggling and publicly disgraced Hollywood icon gets another shot at Megastardom when he is hired to star and direct an action movie in Uzbekistan. All right. A Hollywood icon gets another shot at Megastardom when he's hired to star and direct an action movie in Uzbekistan. Written, directed, and starring Brian Thompson. That is the next thing I'm
0: fucking watching. I'm gonna tell you something right now. That should not be confused. With the film JCVD that came out in 2008, which was not directed by Jean-Claude Van Damme. However, it was Jean-Claude Van Damme was the main character. He's involved in a bank robbery and he's kind of a washed up actor, but it's kind of neat because it's actually kind of good (laughs) because it's like him being real about the whole thing. You know, he's, he's always had that self deprecating thing as his career got later. Like he's not like, you know, Seagal's so serious. Yeah. BCD can, like, laugh at himself.
2: Yeah. JCVD.
0: But, uh, and it reminded me, when you were describing it, I thought, not, I know it sounds like Expendables, but it also reminds me of, like, actor, like a movie about yourself, kind of. But an action movie, it's kind of crazy that that was done by Brian Thompson so long ago.
1: Another fun fact about that movie, I scrolled through really quick, I was looking at the, uh, the Cassie, if I recognized any other names, uh, Salma Hayek. I was like, get out of here. What? Wait, looked a little closer. A actress named Leslie Garza plays
0: Salma Hayek in the
2: movie. Oh
0: God. No. (laughs) (laughs) Utterly failed. Okay. First of all, you can't have a movie about (laughs) you starring you in Salma Hayek being in it, not played by Salma Hayek.
1: And by you, you mean Brian Thompson, Starring yeah, yeah. as
0: Vardell Dusseldorfer. Oh, okay. He doesn't play himself. That's fine. No. Vardell Vardel Dusseldorfer. Dusseldorfer. I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. Mm. Dusseldorfer. Yeah. Sorry. I'm getting way off the beaten path. But it's okay. I dig it. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. We well, we may hear from Brian Thompson in a, in a role that he had in the late 80s with the Sylvester Stallone a little bit later. But we're going to hold off on that for now.
1: Yep. Let's get back to Colony, man.
0: Please do. So
1: I liked what you said. Um, Neither of us are X-Files pros. You know, we just
0: podcast about it. (laughs) Podcasting does not imply expertise. It should be noted, and this isn't a suck-off fest, but I believe in being pretty honest about things. I would say that you have a good grasp of the show outside of, I know you have a weakness on one season, maybe two, you said at the end there, um, weaker. Yeah. But you know, kind of like you recall through lines. You probably remembered that this ended in a cliffhanger. You pro- you know what I mean? Like that's the stuff I just don't remember. Mm-hmm. But right?
1: even, even with more of a recollection, I kind of, I remember Endgame game a bit, but it's still, I, I never watched the mythology episodes as much as the monster of the week. Good point. So they are still a little bit fresher for me, even if I've seen them more than once. Obviously, um, so and it's just so good. This episode's so good that it's easy to get pulled into it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely <laughs> find myself. I, I definitely find myself getting pretty pulled in.
1: Yeah, there's a it's, lot here, man. There there's a is a here. lot here,
0: but it, um, but it doesn't confuse, does it?
1: No, it's not convoluted. It's not convoluted.
0: It it is succinct in it, but it is it is sort of hefty. There is a, a major. I mean, we're it's. This is a giant sort of conspiracy, you would say, right? Yeah, the beginning of one, anyway.
1: It is, but and we don't even see the tendrils of it. Indeed, tendrils. Tendrils, my friend. Well played. Um, and normally, uh, you know, I would find the, you know, kind of cold open in media Reese, rice, 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 res, res, <laughs> option three, in media res thing with a flashback. Eh, that can, mm-hmm. on paper, that might not be my favorite thing, but I think it's really executed well here. Um, on the whiteboard, you would have poo pooed it, maybe, but when you do it right, Because right. the great thing about it is that, dude, I almost forgot about the opening by the as, as you get further into the episode, you kind of, you know, you forget where it's going to lead, especially with this episode being a cliffhanger. huh. Um, but it's a, uh, it is a pretty intense cold open, right? No yeah, pun man. intended. Hey. It's okay.
0: There's nothing wrong with what you just did. I commend you for it. (laughs) It's pretty low fruit. (laughs) Um, cold open, boy. Well, you, I got to be honest with you. It is a a Mulder voiceover is always always fun to me.
1: Is it fun to you? It's fun. It's fun. He's he's so serious.
0: So So serious. He
1: really is. His voiceovers, at least for, I mean, Mulder is you know the heart of a lot of. uh, at least the dry, witty comic relief in the show. But boy, his vo- voiceovers are mm-hmm. so, so serious.
0: I have lived a fragile faith. Something like this. Yep. Built on the, built on some sort of, uh, what's he say? Vague. What, what's he say? I don't even know. Basically, you- he's just saying, I've lived a fragile faith built on either a vague memories from experience that I can neither prove nor explain. When I was 12, my sister was taken from me. Taken from our home by a force that I came to believe was extraterrestrial. The brief... The belief sustained me be fuel fueling a quest for truth that thou as elusive as the memory itself. Truth. Truth. Capital T. It's Mulder. Yeah. Cost. The
1: cost and consequences. And um, great transition. Uh, the dude that directed this, by the way, only episode he ever um, directed of The X-Files. Um, and, he, and it's, and it's well done. Yep. Does a lot great. of TV, I guess. Did, uh, did some Buffy. Yep. Nick Nick Mark is his Nick name. Nick
0: Mark. That's it. Shout but out to cool. Nick Mark.
1: Cool shot that transition that white light as Mulder's talking, you know, feeling very UFO-ish and then it turns out just to be a helicopter. You get medevac. Y- yeah. He has been medevac and he's being brought to a military medical facility, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And they're moving him out. Hut, 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 hut. Let's get, get him in there. Gets into a little bit of a tubby. He's uh he's, he doesn't look too good. He
0: looks real bad.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Severe hypothermia. Mm-hmm. They're throwing him to a hot tub. Scully shows up and, um, She's so got to get him out of here. The cold is the only thing keeping him alive. Boom. Mm. He goes into cardiac arrest. Yippee. And uh, that's it.
0: Credits. And now we're two weeks earlier. Yeah, man. Back in the Arctic. The Beaufort Sea. Beaufort Sea. Missouri, are you tracking us? Uh, that's a negative. <laughs> 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 that's my favorite line from Under Siege. Sigal. Oh, that's the best fucking line from that movie. <laughs> the jets flying, getting closer to the battleship and they're like, Missouri, are you trucking us? And they go, that's a negative. And then they just blow it out of the sky. <laughs> it's so cool. Anyway, research vessel Alta or something? Um,
1: I didn't write the name down.
0: But you said something sea. Uh,
1: the Beaufort Sea. Beaufort did, Sea. Yeah. Did get a note three times this uh, this vessel. It's a Canadian um, uh, reserve naval vessel. Three times it's in the show. Pretty cool. Oh,
0: and see cool. it again in .com. So so are we so this this vest this they got to film on a navy vessel? Cool.
2: hmm
0: Canadian. Like so it's you know, it's, not all that militaristic. Right. It's more friendly.
1: Yeah, probably a lot of oh, whale. Dear, he's a lot, gonna, of, a lot of whale missions, you know what I mean?
0: I gotcha. Looks like he's gonna close. Looks like that UFO is going down there, kids. <laughs> yeah. Better get out the life rafts. But they see something shrieking across the night sky—the cold Arctic night sky. Joshua it crashes. Yeah. Oh oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the captain says, "Like super serious, we're gonna go after it."
0: <laughs> I was like, "Oh boy!"
1: That and he just is, yells, uh,
0: "Reverse engines from the <laughs> foredeck!"
1: Some serious melodrama TV right there. Just go
0: backwards. <laughs> aye aye, skipper. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, they reverse engines, I guess, and they go after it. I love this
1: transition, though, from this Dude, uh There this are scene. so
0: many good transitions in this episode. Yeah. What's up with that? That's this guy's I, thing, huh? Well, yeah, you don't know.
1: I don't know, I guess I should say. How much of that, when you do a good transition, mm-hmm. how much of that is owed to the writer and how much to the director? Because I'm sure the screenplay—
0: Probably the editor. I mean, visually,
1: yeah, but it was in the writing. So Chris Carter wrote this one. So everybody that shits all over Chris Carter, you know, mm-hmm. maybe holster, because um, the writing had to say like, boom, cut to hospital. I mean, that's, seeing it on TV, that's,
0: just that it's possible. Yeah, it's, see, it's weird though, right? Because like yeah, when you know. scripts are weird, because what'll happen is you might have something written in one block and then written in a second block. By the writer on the screenplay, but the, but, but screenwriters don't typically give camera direction. And if they do, the director ignores it because they're like, that's my fucking job, asshole. <laughs> so okay. like you'll write a scene and then you'll write a scene and then the director will go, okay, here's how I see this scene playing out and then when it comes to transitions the editor gets involved so, but but a lot of times the editor and the director will sit together like you know a lot of Old times hands. the directors in the room going ooh ooh and I was like yeah yeah and they they kind of work together and stuff like that but um either way it's all good shit all around man these guys yeah. are all it's all a, it's all a, a group effort man yes. yeah
1: but all that just say i like it you know we see the yeah, it's great this action out on the arctic and then we're watching news footage and more we're watching Dude a doctor watched the news footage Mm -hmm. kind of casually like in a break room kind of setting and grabbing a coffee and it's this research vessel. They thought it was a UFO but turned out to just be a um, Russian fighter plane. They recovered a Russian fighter pilot. Somehow survived and then we're seeing the camera footage and it. the doctor's reaction to it Mm. and then immediately he like runs out and then right into the arms of (sighs) Varsel Dusseldorfer. (laughs)
0: And uh, he wants his eyes. But, um, yeah, that's – so good example is the screenwriter probably wrote this as, you know, uh, people milling about, pours himself coffee, looks at notices on TV, uh, the man gets afraid, exits. And then it's the fucking director's idea that where am I putting the camera? Like how am I going to show – you know what I mean? So it's kind of – it's cool yep. to think about it that way. And then, of course, the transition to the next scene and he gets into editing and all that bullshit. But – I love the way this plays out. Like, like you said, the reaction is priceless. In mm-hmm. in that, just they they zoom in on his face. That's the director going. Let's put this guy on Panic Street. Yep. Right as soon as yep. he sees Thompson, it's just like right on his face, and he's like, "Fuck!" His lip quivers. He's like a lot of here.
1: And then the the director had to be like, "All right,
0: you've seen the Terminator, right, dude? Thompson, like, dude, do that so many times." totally right so many times in this episode the shot of him after
1: he busts out the ice pick for the first time which awesome iconic x-files weapon Mm -hmm. um little fucking green goo and then that that stride down the hallway oh my god the hallway stride forget it yeah oh yeah
0: shitty arnold so old landon prince that's this guy's name oh uh the the doctor doctors the, The yeah yeah and he's just like where is he Satircona, yes. Yeah, I don't
2: know.
0: <laughs> Stab with an ice pick. And then the green goo, dude. Green goo.
1: The green, bubbly, weird
0: acid goo. Now, it's at this point where if you're not... Now, I don't know if you recall your first time watching this, but do you remember thinking, did he shoot that shit into his body or is that coming out of his body? Yeah. Right? <clears throat> yes. So I was always wondering that. Like, I, I'm watching and I'm like, he doesn't... Because I, I remember watching this, going, wait a minute, I think the alien bounty hunter has green goo in him. So I'm pretty sure that green goo is coming out of old Doc over here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Initially, oh. it's it's un, unclear, and then becomes pretty clear later in the episode for sure. Yeah, when they straight up become green goo.
0: Right, right. Obviously, yep. um, him coming through the doorway, marching down the hallway. I just heard. Don't 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 Right? Don't 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 There's over 40 the- cops in this building. You're totally safe. The fire starting in the background. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Terminator as fuck. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh man, we get right to Mulder and Scully, and uh this is cool as shit. This is some I love this. So X Files.
0: So this is
1: quintessential X Files. Right. Mulder, anonymous tip, anonymous whatever submission mm-hmm. of uh, three obituaries for all for abortion clinic doctors Excellent. all died in arson fires. Oops, different states. Then he shows the pictures to Scully because um, she's like, "Well, okay, probably uh, you know pro life activist, whatever." They are mm-hmm. literally identical. Yep. Except the obvious question here: there is no um, blood link. They are not
0: related in any known way. And she asks the obvious question: Triplets? Yeah, no, no, not even close. Coincidence? <laughs> and uh, that's it, buddy. Triplets? No, no connection. Nothing. No, 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 no blood. No right. records. It's as if they died before they are, have existed. Mulder says, "That's really creepy."
2: Yeah,
1: very creepy. They don't waste a lot of time here either. Too this is well done, and they often, for the sake of time, um, we get these great transitions from you know talking in the office to being on one of the scenes. And here, where they're talking to uh, some kind of senior cop or sheriff department dude, and um, at the at the most recent murder scene, right? And he uh, he tells them, tells the agents that they arrested this reverend um, who was a major. Uh, abortion protester, I guess, pro-life activist, whatever you want to call it. Calvin Sistrunk. Had a newspaper clipping in his pocket, ripped out with the face of, uh, let's call him Grigor, right? Those doctors? Sure. Project we say, Grigor. We can do that. Um, with his face with a, do you know this man and a phone number? Right. Here's a little thing. <laughs> They're talking a little bit more and Mulder's like, but you don't have the body yet, do you? And uh, the sheriff's like, well, not yet, but you know, he's in of the time. building. yeah is that how murder cases work dude yeah yeah lock them up (laughs) open and get an indictment really with no body. how do you know he didn't set the fire and run out you have zero evidence that he died in that
0: no physical evidence
1: none so that's not a murder yet i mean it is but but it'll
0: be no time we're gonna find teeth and bones tip top ship shape yeah you want Mm -hmm. to wait on that until you you know charge somebody with listen murder i don't know how you do things in dc Agent Bruins, but we need convictions out here, okay? So, we don't have the time or the inclination. Oh, sorry, last episode.
1: Somebody just dropped a body on me.
0: (laughs) You better not come back and (laughs) close it out. Close it out.
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, Calvin Sistrunk
0: gets dragged in here.
1: I didn't remember him, and then as we were watching him, I'm like, is he more of a part of this than I remember? No,
0: no, not really. He looks like a shitty version of Giles from Buffy, which is what made me think of it is the director did Buffy.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a good point.
0: Doesn't he look like a younger, kind of shittier version of him?
1: Yeah. yeah. By the way, Brian Thompson also in Buffy.
0: Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Brian, listen. Mr. Dusseldorf aside.
2: <laughs> Brian Thompson. Dusseldorfer.
0: <laughs> Show some fucking respecting. Dusseldorfer. <laughs> Dooz- uh, Dusseldorf is a place. Dusseldorfer is a man. <laughs> Um, He works. Got a lot of work in Hollywood. Everybody knows who he is. Yeah, going to he really is work. kind of iconic. Maybe not anymore, but he was. Mm, that's a stretch, but <laughs> no, all right. You won't see him on a poster with Stallone. You're telling me? No. All right,
1: fair he's, enough. Well, he's not in the Expendables, right? <laughs> <laughs> different
0: movie. He's in Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> well, good afternoon. Our uh, our our quaint man says. Looks like he fucks the other people's wives in the congregation, though, doesn't he? Mm. He's got that look about him. Like, Pre- yeah. Like you're going to have to come in here with the ATF.
1: Yeah, but he has that look, but also relatively polite, you know, for somebody that probably are blood at abortion nurses.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Rather
1: personable, I thought.
0: Yeah. That's how the cult starts, baby. <laughs> oh, he's got some pretty cool ideas. <laughs> I'm interested in what he has to say, you know, like yeah. I'm not,
1: I'm not signing up blindly. I just, you know, I want to
0: hear the guy out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, uh, I'm in a kind of a crossroads and, uh, I just want to, I just want to hear him out. That's all. No big deal. You, know? you, you just, you can't say he doesn't have good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> he makes really good points. <laughs> does he? Well, uh, here he is. And they say, um, if Dr. Prince burns in hell, he says, hell's fire. For his murder of the unborn? Is this damnation God if this if his damnation is God's will? Question mark? Is that what you think, Reverend? I guess it's a question of opinion. Well he's cagey that Calvin. <laughs> oh cagey Calvin Sistrunk coming to a tent in revival near you. But he says, Well, it's my opinion that whoever killed Doctor Prince will also be linked to the two other murders. How do you feel about that? They ask Calvin, and he says, Well, there are those who endorse the killing of the heathen, a sinner in God's name, but I certainly am not one of them. Ooh, flipped you, didn't he, Mulder? Mm-hmm. You thought he was coming at you with fire and brimstone, but oh no, he's a loving man. Yeah, more of a light lover than a fighter. You—that's a fair—that's a fair shake.
1: And they try to run this down a little bit more. They don't get very far, right? They—they they take his Correct. picture to the newspaper office. Oh uh, um, yeah,
0: and we meet but, woman. Meet woman. Mm-hmm. Played by I don't know.
1: <laughs> nope. That's really great. That's great. <laughs> Really going to help the misogyny uh, reviews. So,
0: listen, I didn't name her woman. <laughs> so we take it up with Fox and X Files. Take him up with IMDb. Tell me yeah. what woman does.
1: Uh, tells them that that was not the man that hid uh, that posted the <laughs> article. The right. Article advertisement. I guess uh, I had, but that he paid in cash it was very odd. Um, mm-hmm. very private, um, called in to pay for a second week and never showed up and paid for it.
0: Yes. And they're kind of a little bit of a loss here. And as they're leaving,
1: Scully's like, I
0: don't like this case. Holder. I love her in this episode. How good her. is she in this episode? She's so good, man. Amazing. And great acting, dude. Yeah. And it starts it, immediately when she says triplets, it's she's off to the races. Mm-hmm. She's like, give me Miami bitch. It's not the first nor the last time, but I really enjoy when you know Mulder is the
1: great the great cynic, the great doubter, the great believer in conspiracies and not trusting the man and the government and and yet he is so prone when he when he gets that bone to just kind of blindly follow it. Correct. And it's Scully, the practical one who always has to be the one to Kind of try to pull back and like, look at the big picture, Mulder. Look at, you no, know, look at what you usually say. Why are we rushing blindly into this?
0: Let's rule out the nonsense first, Mulder. Look
1: at the nonsense, but not only that, like who, somebody sent you that. Are, are, aren't are you concerned we're being set up? Mm-hmm. Um, and Mulder, Mulder's just like runs over the map, real flimsy pattern. <laughs> like it was here and then here and then there. Each one is further north than the other.
2: He cool. says, by the way, go, go to the North
1: Pole and wait for him. I'm
0: he sure says, he'll fucking get him. <laughs> he says northerly, northerly to cover up his bullshit. <laughs> northerly direction. Uh, he does have a good idea about checking the voicemails uh-huh. on the yep. advertisement. He does. Just got to pay the bill. Just
1: got to pay the bill. And they get a lead on a man in Syracuse.
0: Yes. Oh, that's more northerly.
1: north. Northerly. Northerly up. Northerly up. Yep. Um, and here Mulder and Scully um, kill another FBI agent. Yeah, they are. Um, they're renowned at this.
0: They're <laughs> real good. Real good at uh, collateral damage. Oh, Weiss, I need you to sit on a guy. We got a guy. Got a guy? I need you to sit on him. Um, hey, do you do you want to give Agent Weiss a heads up no. that the no nothing no no
1: no that that three identical men were murdered that looked like that. And it's probably not just like a maybe not a roll up yourself. Maybe bring a partner or backup. Maybe this is important, possibly dangerous. Probably
0: not the honest Abe approach. Any of that? None of Mm, that. None of that. Okay. Sorry. Listen, I'm too busy on my cell phone for this. Oh, those cell phones again
1: this episode. So good.
0: They're great. I'm heading your way with Angel Scully. We have reason to believe many area may be in danger. Okay. Like mortal peril. (laughs) With stabbing weapons and guns. Someone's going to show up and kill him. So Mm -hmm. treat it like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's probably going to be killed. And if you get in this guy's way, he'll probably kill you too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, it's one of those. (laughs) Got it. So don't just sort of peek in the window with my gun in my pants. (laughs) Don't do that, you're telling me. Be cautious. Mm. I will. I promise.
1: Just bring another person. Yeah, two would be good. Multiple people, even sure. Uh, no, oh. man, it's a it's a kind of a cool scene, but does not go well for Agent Weiss, does it?
0: It doesn't. And Weiss is, you know, he's he's a Virginia farm boy, right? Yeah, I'm going to track him down. Oh, that's not what I said. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> say them. track him down. Not I them. said park at his house,
1: mm. just knock, see. knock on by. Um, Agent Weiss looks a little familiar to me. Do you know why? Why? I looked up, old boy. He'd been in the X Files before. Ooh, Colonel Budahas, my friend.
0: Yeah, Budahas.
1: Deep Throat. My God.
0: Second episode. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Budahas.
1: Great name. Last scene, making uh, fly fish lures out of his own human hair.
0: If I'm not mistaken, we called Budahas Vlad the Impaler. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) There's trivia for you. Well, um, the alien bounty hunter, before he bursts in and gets to work with a service weapon one-handed, we do have a little bit of a dialogue that we may need to discuss. Um, there were years, years when our people did, did, did get along where we could share on the entire planet, but you seem to be unwilling to share. I don't understand. I understand. You did not fail. And then by a says, your plans will not succeed. He's Luck. got voice. Yeah. He does. He does. And, uh, well, he hears a bubbling and looks down at Seabaker's body. Well, he, he shoots him up cause he yeah. sees him being, terrible being a bad murderous type
1: <laughs> you know throwing a person that person turning into a pile of green bubbling
0: goo mm-hmm.
1: puts three in the chest um and here's the first time we see the the effects of the the green goo the <laughs> recently released green goo cuz it's like a an acid and there's something about I think it doesn't usually happen when the bodies melt for whatever reason okay um but but when it's first like, like a, sh- a penetrating wound. When it first starts bubbling out, something about how the gas is released and it is uh, some kind of uh, noxious poison acid kind of effect. Indeed.
0: And
1: uh, really gets the good old Weiss boy.
0: Sure does. In a, in a, in a very short order, he is down, uh, likely uh, choking to death on noxious fumes.
1: No, no, no. No worries. Mulder and Scully show up and he's there. He's fine. Everything oh. is fine here. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: And he's like, oh, I, although he casually pulls his, his, uh, his FBI badge out thinking, fuck, I'm glad it was in there. <laughs> yeah. It's actually pretty cool. It's a cool moment in the show. He's like, ah, uh, Yeah. This, this that's thing. That's me.
1: I'm, I'm this guy.
0: hmm. Yes. Man, Did you find yeah. Dr. Baker? No. No one's home.
1: Yeah. Two, two weeks of mail left.
0: Clever. Very clever. Clever, clever misdirect. hmm. But, um, we get to the old, we got the old, uh, Quentin Tarantino trunk moment. This guy's just in the trunk.
1: Yep. Slaves so in the trunk, tosses the keys in there. We see him uh, morph back into the alien bounty hunter. And uh, Dorfer Walks off. Dorfer yeah. strolls off. Mulder and Scully, you know, we don't see it. So they can, like, check out the house, walk out. Agent Weiss is just gone. So they got to be like, man, very unprofessional in the Syracuse office. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> like, no good luck, uh, you know, stopping the bad guys. He just <laughs> yeah. leaves. But, but he doesn't like, hey, leave. I checked the mailbox. Uh, they out. must have, dude, do they come out and go, maybe he walked? <laughs> His car's <is> right there. <laughs> what are they thinking? What are you thinking at this point?
1: I love later, very shortly after the yes. next scene, when um, when we Skinner. talk about it now, Mulder gets called in the Skinner's office. Dude. And great ass kicking from Skinner. Real ass tongue kicking. lashing. Yeah. But when Mulder's like that's impossible. He was we just saw him. But then you walked out and he wasn't there and his car mm-hmm. was there. So probably not impossible. Right. Even even if that person hadn't shapeshifted and walked away, uh, he could have been killed while you were inside cuz you never checked up on him after that.
0: And you never actually saw him walk away though, did you? <laughs> no. So real quick, you might be fired. <laughs> Honestly, Dude, if your boss, (laughs) if your boss comes up to you, Josh, you go to a crime scene and your boss comes up to you and then comes back and says, yeah, he was in the car dead. The one you left there. Did he say anything? So, so, okay, stop. So when you came out of the house, his car was there and you did what? You went for coffee? Just left. Did you check back in with the
1: Syracuse office to say that you were that you were leaving? And you no longer required Agent Weiss to, you know,
0: do anything with that, that person of interest? Does no? he have a flat tire? You just left. You just left. He didn't come ask you for a ride if his car didn't start. <laughs> like Dude, what are you doing, Moldy? old Mully boy? Yeah. yeah. That's bad police work from Mulder.
1: Uh, Mulder, I thought we had an understanding. Yeah. Are you- <laughs> You fucking thought wrong. Skinner is gonna tear you a brand new asshole, brand mm. new, never been used before asshole, right above where the other one is.
0: Yeah, tears mm-hmm. into it. Nice. I'm sure it doesn't surprise you, Agent Muller, that the people I have to answer to aren't quite so understanding, particularly when one of their field agents is found dead. What? <laughs> That's dude. Muller is like, dude. I didn't eat all the cookies, ma. That that incredulous. What? He's so shocked by this news. But um, well. <laughs> Yeah. Special agent Barrett Weiss, the guy you called, here's a photo I'm going to throw at you because you are a bad FBI agent today. But
2: Dead, ex- to the trunk.
1: we have an understanding. I can just do whatever, not follow protocol or procedure, mm-hmm. check in, write reports, solve crimes. Mulder, prosecute. here's what I
0: expect out of you. I expect you to not follow procedure, but I expect good police work. <laughs> okay. Do me a favor. Don't go. Why is his car still here? Hmm.
1: Fortunately, immediately follows it up by ignoring Skinner's advice after uh, Mulder gets a a call from Scully.
0: Yeah, and he underestimates his advice, which is don't underestimate the seriousness of this. (laughs) I want a full account on my desk in the morning. I would love to read it. (laughs) I want to read it, A, and B, I want to watch the cross-examination by Skinner. (laughs) He's just priceless. But please, How how, how
1: long does a standard report have to be, Scully? Do you know? Can I double-space it?
0: Very, can I, can very, I? very, 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 very scared upon entering the premises. <laughs> <laughs> 250 words exactly. Two and a half spacing. That's the trick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Push a
0: little bit. Can longer. I write it in thick-ass fucking fifth-grade pencil? <laughs> Basically. Lucinda well, font? What the fuck is this? Lucinda. <laughs> nice. So uh, back to DC. Josh, talk to me about Mulder and Scully's convo here. I, I got to know about Um, well, Scully calls him and, um, he gets filled in a little bit on
1: Weiss being dead and all. Scully Mm -hmm. asked if he checked his email. She got a digitally scanned photo. Ooh, fancy pants. I wish he would have said electronic email. That would have made my day. (laughs) It's another one of these identical doctors, another Grigor, though we don't know that word yet, right here
0: in DC. Otherwise known uh, at this point as Dr. James Dickens. Mr. Dickens. Yep. Yep. Right in DC, pal. Yep. Now, is um, he an abortion doctor? I don't think they're actually called that.
1: Uh, he's not that we know. We we, we don't know. The only medical facility we see him work at is a, um, warehouse on the docks in Baltimore. So, I mean, probably not the least unlikely place for an abortion to be performed, but Fair enough. Not over the table, at least. Got it. So, Scully's house, right? Um, no. First, we, uh, we get, Mulder gets right to the building and, um. He meets, this is where we meet Mr. Ambrose Chapel. And then we're, he's a uh, CIA officer, knows- I I, I gotta be honest.
0: At what point do you ask your mom, mom, if you're Ambrose Chapel, what the fuck were you thinking? (laughs) Am I I gonna be- What, what, am I a character in the labyrinth? (laughs) Huh? Am I reporting to Jareth, the Goblin King?
1: Ambrose Chapel could be uh, like a- British, like nineteen thirties interwar spy novel. It
0: could, it could, it could be, it could definitely be the name of a British stage actor mm. and starring in tonight's Rosencrantz and Gildenstern at Day's Ambrose Chapel, Esquire, Esquire. Take a bow. It's a great name, but not really. No, it's great. You can only pull it off. It's like, it's like turtlenecks. You can wear it if you're British. Yeah, or a <laughs> sub commander. Yeah,
1: or a Russian or German subcommander.
0: Right, or sterling archer. Otherwise, you can't really do it. Well, it's a tactile neck. It's totally different. <laughs> that's true. It's totally does he have different. the things on the sides, on the shoulders? Epilots? No, no, that's Damn. not tactical. Is that what it's called? Say it again? Epilots. Epilots. Got it. Yep. Well, Major Mulder, uh, my name is Ambrose Chapel. I work with the CIA. I need to talk to you about the case you're working on. And tell me about what do you, <laughs>
1: this... Uh, what he spins to Mulder here, which Mulder...
0: Oh, yeah. This is good shit. Oh, it's this is right delicious.
1: Up. It's right up.
0: They, first of all, my man has a has a profile on Mulder, right? Apparently. He knows, he knows Mulder. He knows how to play him. And how does he play him? He says, listen, during the Cold War, Soviet scientists stumbled upon genetic anomaly in sets of identical twins, and they were able to reproduce this to great effect. Scully are you talking about clones? No, no, no. Pay attention, Scully. Um, So, codename Gregor. Uh, Every clone was going to be called Gregor. We believe the original Gregor came here sometime in the mid-70s on a German passport. Using the same document, they were able to bring a small cadre of clones into the country, several of which have obtained strategic positions in the medical establishment. Uh, Why? Yeah, Go.
1: How strategic are four abortion doctors?
0: Pretty unstrategic. (laughs) Also, it seems... Now, unless we're talking Cylons that are programmed, one of America's greatest strengths, Josh, are you ready for me to regale you with my knowledge? Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Is, I believe, that I didn't come up with this, by the way, is theorized, it's acculturation, right? The spreading of our culture?
1: Yeah, like a virus.
0: Right. And that is... So I guess what I'm trying to say is that if these guys are here, clones, and they're on a passport, and they become medical professionals, and they have a life, and they're, it's comfy, and they're getting paid all this money, and they buy a nice big doctor house, and then you're like, okay, now kill them from the inside. I don't know. I, I think if, the, if if Russia's not doing too hot, they're gonna be like, oh, sorry, I'm here it, now.
1: I mean, it goes both ways though, because it has. Um, it's definitely happened before where people are like, hey. Uh, capitalism is actually pretty great. But then you get like, you know, Ada and his boys and they're, they're like going to strip clubs and hammering beers and yet still getting in that plane with those box cutters.
0: It's a good point. So you never know. Yeah. Yep. How long were they over here? Those guys. Um, I don't like years. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think maybe perhaps, perhaps religion is a stronger motivator.
1: Mm, yeah, but like Russian communism
0: is like, that's religion. yeah. I was just gonna say they worship the state basically. Yeah, yeah. We,
1: we trust me. We're professionals. We know this. We're yeah, experts.
0: I, I've talked to a lo- a lot of Russian people, <laughs> and what I am told is is the truth about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So strategic positions, you challenge that. Fair enough. Next, Not in a the event, political expert drink. yes, in the event of war, they would mobilize simultaneously. At different facilities across the US to contaminate blood supplies, sabotage pharmaceutical factories, essentially destroying the country's immune system. Okay. All right. It's a stretch. It is. Um, I'm not sure. I mean that's a lot of resources, Russia.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's also like just is that the best place to put your <laughs> your 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 super weapon, your your cloned super spies is Like in a bunch of abortion clinics hoping to break into Pfizer and dump rat poison into fucking ibuprofen. And I'll be honest with you.
0: I mean, they're not the most physically gifted guys. (laughs) No. I mean, if you're trying to make a Russian super spy.
1: Mm, They're not that kind of super spy. I get it. They
0: they don't need to be neck crackers. I guess maybe the deception of how durable they are and all this stuff is, is what makes up for it. But I guess I was thinking like, I mean, wouldn't you want them on like a nuclear submarine or something? Yeah. Like a, nuclear like a the bummer? power plants. Yeah. Um, anything more
1: important mm-hmm. where you can actually do some real damage, shut right. down power grids. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and this guy who's killing them, it's a, what
0: does he call it? A Russian spy. Killer? I don't quite know Was what is A Russian saying? spy
1: killer. Was that the <laughs> term?
0: Right. Which makes me think the Russian kill spies. Hmm. Uh, listen, and, I don't have an English degree, Josh, but I might have written that a tad different. Russian spy killer? Drink. Um,
1: right. But this is this is where he really gets to Mulder. Because it's, all right, you throw a crazy story to Mulder. Obviously, he's prone to believe it. But when you talk about how they've been systematically allowed to do this by this Russian spy killer, and, you know, I have real problems with government deniability and state-sanctioned murder, then Mulder's just like, oh, okay. I'm in it.
0: I'm in it. Mm -hmm. Mulder Mulder comes out and says, I know where one of them is. (laughs) Right. And to be clear on the plot, I believe his his exact words are, in a secret agreement, someone is allowing the Gregors to be systematically eliminated by a man who I believe is a Russian spy killer in exchange for the absolute suppression of the program's existence and to obtain the science that created it. So, So he's from Russia and he's killing them to suppress it? Has their cover been blown? We don't know. What's his motivation?
1: Well, obviously it doesn't matter because it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. But why aren't these questions being asked by Mulder and Scully? I think they are by Scully, but Mulder is just like, all right,
0: let's go. Let's go new new best friend. And it's funny. I, I always think about this with lies of this magnitude, and that's when you have an answer for every inquiry, it's almost a little suspicious. Right, there's no. It's, it's like you've been rehearsed and briefed on possible questions that you'd have answers to, right? And if, then if, you just have them all.
1: <laughs> if you're a CIA um, officer, by the way, a FBI agent, CIA officer, mm-hmm. is a por- important distinction which Mulder fails to recognize. Um, a agent, by the way, is is someone a CIA officer recruits. Just a little mm-hmm. tidbit for you, because I go. watch Spy Game. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, the fact that he. This CIA dude is like pulling back the threads. Oh yeah, we've been interested. We didn't even know they were in the country till a year ago, and yet has all the information about them. Right. Like if you knew everything, why didn't you fucking deal with this? Exactly. That's basically what Scully asks. And he yeah. kind of just wheels right
0: around that. Right. He's a circle talker.
1: Yep. Uh but it works. And they're uh they're off to go see um number four is this? Gregor number four?
0: Sure. Is this the Dickens one? Yeah. Old Germantown, Maryland. That's cute, by the way.
1: Yeah. yeah a dingy ass warehouse on the docks in Maryland. Um, one of these one of these Grigors being driven away by shitty Jody Foster. That was
0: Dude, holy shit. <laughs> right? Wicked.
1: <laughs> Wicked. Wicked. I know I, I know I make the shitty reference a lot, but this is really shitty Jody Foster.
0: One hundred fucking percent, man. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah. And you're like, "Hmm, there's a real weird age disparity here. If this is a romantic thing, we obviously come to find out. There's a lot of disparities there, but yeah, (laughs) a lot of them. And I like uh, like the spooky lab. I like the spooky lab. We'll get back to it when we get back in there. But I, I actually had a a false recollection here Hmm. where they're, they're in the apartment and they look down. Well, they don't look the camera looks down and we see Mulder and Scully get out of the car like five stories below. And, four seconds later, there's a knock at the door. And I was like, oh shit, this is the alien bounty hunter as Mulder, but it's Mulder and Scully. So I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. And then it's just, just doesn't really, it doesn't matter, but it it threw me for a loop. I'm like, oh man, that must not really be them. And then they, did they show up again later? But I'm thinking about the last
0: scene. Got it. You're having Um, a little uh, X-Files blender moment.
1: Yep. Typically reserved for me. I did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How was it? Delicious?
1: (laughs) Yeah, not pretty tasty. Yeah. A
0: little chunky. Um, I love, though, the Dude, reaction. It's so good.
1: As soon as uh, Chapel mm. steps behind them, immediate panic. Immediate. And he goes straight Japanese businessman and just Psh. throws himself out the window.
0: So hardcore. Oh, the hard. stock of market is a down or too many points. <laughs> Psh.
1: And it's like that creepy there's a movie, it's a shitty ish Charlie Sheen movie called The Arrival.
0: Oh hell yeah, doggie. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about I know it so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, it's terrible, man.
1: But isn't yeah. there a part just like that where one of those dudes like falls really far and then he gets up and runs
0: away? It is. It's it's the knees bend backwards. Oh yeah, the backward and, knees. And he fucking leaps.
1: Oh, okay. Yep. I don't know why this made me think of it.
0: Dude, it's a great pull. That's a really good pull. Fucking Arrival, Charlie Sheen, dude. I'm going to watch that again right after the extendables. Charlie Sheen was just crushing at that time. That, Navy SEALs, dude. Dude. Top of the world. Terminal velocity. Remember the parachute phenomenon like 93? (laughs) Like everyone's going to jump out of fucking airplanes. (laughs) And uh, he had a movie where he goes undercover as a biker, and I really liked it. called Beyond the Law or something and he's like an undercover cop in a biker outfit and Linda Fiorentino's in it who is like one of my all-timers. Oh, yeah.
1: I just remember the one where they're they're in like a police chase for like most
0: of the movie. It's called Chase. And
1: he fucks that girl. They have sex in the driver's seat during a high-speed chase and I was just like... I, at like 13 years old, I'm like, no way, right? No way.
0: Dude, that's the best. Charlie Sheen. And that 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 was like the Buffy chick, I think. Christy Swanson. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, no, no. She was, was a little young at that point. But The Chase. The Chase. Oh, I yeah. guess not. I guess Sarah Michelle Gellar was, yeah, I'm, never mind. But yeah, The Chase, 94, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Henry Rollins is in that fucking movie, my guy, right? Oh, <laughs> he was awesome. doing a lot of those bit roles back in the 90s. Yep. I always remember, you know what I remember about the chase, so then, and then we can move past it, where he, <laughs> he makes the guy drop his gun and then he's like, kick it over to me. And the guy kicks it like fucking all askew and he's like, over to me, Pele. And it was like, that was in the preview. <laughs> remember that shit? Like he kicked it shittily to him and he had the, the smormy fucking, yeah. Chase. I mean, this is like speed, but but not. It's yeah. all all, the, all these ripoff movies, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Charlie Sheen, vessels, good stuff. Oh, yeah. Young Guns, baby. No. So I'll call the paramedics. I, but the way he just gets up is so cool, man. Oof. That's creep factor through the roof.
1: Wicked creep factor. There's there's almost a sound
0: to it. Yeah, he like rolls. I wondered. I watched it a few times. Like I I like. Did they? It, you know how sometimes they'll do in movies? Like they'll have a guy do something and then they'll play it in reverse, so it looks weird. Yeah. Yep. I thought maybe they did that. One of one of my favorite moments of that is in Bram Stoker's Dracula when. He, they scare the vampire back into the coffin, and they just have her climb out of it, and then they just reverse it. And it looks like yeah. weird. It's fucking cool. Yep. And I, I was Super like, "Whoa!" Natural. It looks weird the way he rolls his shoulder, but I think I think he just did it. It was just cool acting.
2: Yep.
1: And it's well shot. It is cut, but it almost feels as you're watching it like your eyes never left him, and he's mm-hmm. now just getting back up, right? Um, because we're
0: watching Mulder and Chapel <clears throat> watch him Okay. And yeah. Do you want to? Do you want? to, this is, this is, um, I want to shame myself. Okay. I think I deserve this. Um, You were right about Christy Swanson, according to the chat. Oh, Uh, nice. I I want to shame myself because I can remember Christy Swanson in The Chase, but I'm telling you this right now. Everybody listening to this, prepare yourselves as to why, as to why Josh knows more about the X-Files than me. Ready? I am now going, oh, look, that's Mulder's sister. (laughs) Literally right now. Shitty Jodie Foster, dude! What the fuck? It's it's odd, and the only so, reason. So I'm going. Oh my god, that's fucking Samantha at the end. That's the same girl. I'm yeah. making this connection at 11:04 p.m. July 3rd while recording <laughs> this episode, which is <laughs> pathetic. Told you I should. I didn't get a second rewatch in. Holy <laughs> but, fuck, dude! But but you got it. Yippee!
1: You,
0: <laughs> you got it now, buddy. Ho! <laughs> Halfway through the recording, asshole. Dude, holy fuck! Because I'm like, wow, is that really a sister? I didn't. I don't remember. I don't remember. Isn't this great though? This is good stuff. This is good wow. stuff. Yeah, I'm fired. So BP, you can um, you can jump on in two weeks, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Josh. Two set weeks. that up. Set that up with with Josh. Oh um, um, yeah, BP, men at work. Holy work, shit, Sheen. Butt major, butt
1: major league. Get out of here,
0: dude. Can we go back to men at work real quick <laughs> for the Charlie Sheen appreciation hour? Him and Emilio Estevez brothers. Um, when and Keith fucking David. Oh, really? Yes, that's one thing everyone forgets. It's Keith fucking David.
1: Oh man!
0: And he grabs him when they try to reach for his fries. <laughs> They're sitting there eating at a diner, and he's like, "Never touch another man's fries." <laughs> and and uh, Charles Sheen looks Emilio Estevez and mouths, "What the fuck?" Because <laughs> he like freaked out on him. He's like a crazy, crazy man or something. I don't remember the story, but yeah. <laughs> I remember loving that stupid movie.
1: Oh, yeah. Garbage Hunt, men
0: that get Hunt, involved in yeah. an action plot in a in a like sludge That's waste great. facility. Cause and cause you know they're brothers? Of course.
1: Oh, don't even get me started on Emilio. Love that guy. Yeah, they're brothers in real life. Yeah, I know. Weird that, because that, the real last name is Estevez, right? Yeah. And then both their dad and one of the sons change
0: it to Sheen, and then he, it's funny, weird. Thing. I mean, Charlie, may, is the, it's a good move. You want to act. Martin Sheen's, done some move. Maybe you've heard of Apocalypse Now. Right. Definitely take the name, but yeah, it's weird.
1: Anyway. Um, Good point from Aaron, Aaron Fallon in the chat uh, between him falling out the window and then getting up and running and Mulder getting hit by the car and only getting the wind knocked out of him. I felt like I was watching John Wick.
0: (laughs) Dude, are you sure it's the wind knocked out of you or he didn't knock (laughs) your voice off?
1: Are you sure those aren't ribs that are fucking quivering in broken shards when you breathe in and out? No,
0: I just can't talk loud right now.
1: <laughs> like saving Private Ryan. Thompson, I, like,
0: I just got the wind knocked out of me. Mike, Mike. <laughs> Estevez is his mom's name. BP, you just, yeah, he's right. Estevez is the mom's name. Maybe they, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe didn't go down. I don't know. I don't care. Um, but thank you for that tidbit. <laughs> um, anywho, uh,
1: Action packed. Tell me, what do you think of this whole chase sequence? Do you love like it?
2: it? Love I, it. Here's
0: why: because I love the lighting in the alleyway. It sounds so dumb, but the alleyway looks awesome. Looks kind of manish almost. It looks red. Mm-hmm. If it was just all blue, I would have <laughs> looked for like a script reshoot by man. <laughs> it just looks awesome. It looks awesome when the guys running away. I love the silhouette, and I kept going. The silhouette's going to change. The silhouette's going to change. It didn't. Yeah, go to and cool if it morphed. But yep. when 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 Scully enters the alleyway, dude, and she's walking towards the camera, and then she goes from shadow to the light being on her, and she's just kind of oh god, it just looks good. Yeah. It looks cool, man. Like this kind of lighting they don't do in like net- network TV. Guys, you have to remember this is network television. Okay, we don't play cinema lighting games here. Right, mid nineties.
1: Network television
0: and it looks so cool. Yeah, the shadow play, man.
1: Yep, and I like I like Scully's um, caution here, and you know this this quick interplay with Chapel and how Scully still is suspicious. Um, you know her her instincts about Chapel are, are on; they've been on the whole time.
0: Yeah, um, and absolutely, dude. That's we didn't even say that we should have. So yeah. I'm glad you're correcting that.
1: I mean, we kind of talked a little bit about about how when he f- was first firing out his true. drivel, um, true.
0: She was like, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. But, <laughs> um, we get a, so right after this, so we, we see the alien bounty hunter take care of, um, Grigor number four.
0: Yes. He grabs um, him.
1: Yep. Grabs him. And then we see the green goo. So we know <sighs> how that went down. Uh, we Dude. get obviously confirmation that chapel is the alien bounty hunter, but Scully doesn't see it, but she's suspicious. And then this leads to this little interaction with Mulder and Scully. And, uh I like the chippiness here.
0: Yeah, me too. It's awesome. It's, a couple. Can I can I just suck something off? Number one, the shot of the bubbling acid in in the in the smoke vapor coming off it that was amazing because you know it was right before commercial break. Looked cool. Yep. Creepy as shit. Love that. And I just love Ambrose thinking on his feet. He blindsided me. Went up the fire escape. And then what they what isn't obvious but you go huh is is her going wait a minute how did he get up there <laughs> like because it's so fucking high she's like wait he blind he. What? Like she's working it out. Wait, and that,
1: that, you know, 130 pound doctor blindsided you <laughs> mm, and then mm-hmm. leapt into the air
2: mm-hmm,
0: right?
1: miraculously and grabbed cool. a hold of that fire escape. Yeah. Okay.
0: If you say so. Mm. Uh, chippiness, please. Let's do it. Talk to me about it.
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, they're, they're just talking and Scully is just, she's not buying chapel. Um, does not think he's legitimate and... uh Thinks that he, at best, he let this uh, this man that he's been seeking, one of these suspects, easily get away. Um, they talk about the the consequences here.
0: Whatever happened agent to- is
1: dead. Mulder says it's a cost of it's a cost of getting involved okay, in this Okay,
0: buddy. Yeah, is yeah. it? Is that what you say about uh, somebody else's death? I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, put the kibosh on that at the eulogy. Yeah, tell that to Mrs. Weiss. Also, what, the happened to tr- <laughs> what happened to trust no one? I love it. That was First funny. of all, women are experts at this. The, the double talk? The many, many things. But in particular, your insecurity. <laughs> Going right after it. Oh, man. No problem. You don't even think you know it. You, th- you, you don't even know it. You don't <laughs> even know it. And then she's like, what happened to trust no one? Ooh. Ooh. He tries to weasel his way out of it, too. Oh, I changed it to trust everyone, didn't I tell you? Hey, no quippy bullshit, Mulder. Hey,
1: Mulder, sarcasm is the last refuge of the desperate. Oh, my word. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did it. You did it. (sighs) And Scully's like, look at this shoe. (laughs) Do you know how much I paid for this? This is a little odd. I mean, she's like, I stepped in this green stuff in the alley and it burned through this brand new shoe. Like, I'm not sure from Scully's perspective that I see the, I have enough to go on to make this be a reason to be more suspicious of Chapel.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: right. You know? Maybe say there was a giant puddle of green corrosive acid. <laughs> right. And it burned my nice shoe, right? Don't put, don't, don't hand it to her like a, don't pull a molder. Don't be cute. Just say, listen, man. This is unusual. Yeah, it's a great shoe. Maybe you can get a refund. But no, Scully, have you stopped to consider that maybe it was Agent Chapel who killed a fuel agent in Syracuse? Is that what you want me to report to Skinner? Because I would be more than happy to have you explain that to him. Oh, is that what we're doing, Mulder? We're not going to take care of each other anymore? You're mm. going to be a little bit of a baby? <laughs> He's hmm? such a fucking baby. Whenever where's push your, comes to shove. Where's your blanky-wanky, Mulder? <laughs> huh? If, he, the, if you put it over your head, the bad guys can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody
1: plays Petulant Child like oh,
0: oh, Fox Mulder. Oh, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. Well, throughout any men are dead, he says, a fourth is alive and on the lamp. If the pursuit of this case seems like insanity to you, feel free to step away. Oh, okay. All right. Are you done, Mulder? Sorry for expressing concern
1: about the FBI agent. We got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> How thoughtless of me to not he's, think about the truth.
0: Yeah, which is essentially what she says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and he tries the risks we take, Malarkey.
1: Yeah, please. We will draw our
0: own lines, do we, <laughs> Mulder? Mulder. He's just spitting aphorisms. Like, what are you doing? And then, all, all are
1: you? To, all he has to go back to. To kind of settle things down is like a, like trying to dogs growl at you and you you know you just pick up a stick. He's like, well, well, but well, do you want to do an autopsy? Do, 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 do you want to do an autopsy? I have a Are body. You throw that stick. Do you I want mean, to throw a body?
0: I was really mad, but if you throw the <laughs> stick, I won't be mad. <laughs>
1: He's like, right, we got a body, and uh, that's enough, I guess. <laughs> go that's go enough. look at that and send that shoe off to the lab. There we go.
0: And uh, molly says, in putting together my report for Skinner, I came across something I think you'll appreciate. Whoever killed that field agent in Syracuse was so clever. No clear cause of death can be established. It's always like, okay, dude, we'll see about that. Okay. We'll, we'll see what science says about that. And science says something about coagulated blood. Dude, jelly blood, jelly blood, jelly blood's a problem.
1: Would you rather have a bad Oof. case of snake belly ooh, or come down with a severe condition of jelly blood?
0: Hmm. Well, after Antita, <laughs> <laughs> I took a musket shot. Um, I'm going to go, boy, jelly blood seems like you're checking the fuck out, Well, yeah, but snake belly. Snake belly, you're checking the fuck out, too. Okay, so are we assuming both are fatal cases? Are you asking Uh, me what would I rather die to, jelly (laughs) jelly blood or snake belly? I I guess they are both fatal. I think jelly blood would kind of just be... uh, Game over, right? Just massive stroke? Yeah, maybe faster. I think so, too. Snake belly, it's cool to say. (laughs) It's cool. It's definitely cool. But it's... But the second you have snake belly, you want it to be done. Like it's the worst. <laughs> but
1: you're gonna have snake belly for a while.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep. So yep. jelly blood, if we're going with, they're both fatal. Yeah, we'll gold jelly blood. Yeah. Um. Both are bad options. But and, yeah. But old, but old jelly blood, pretty nasty. Yeah. Here's a nerd connection. There's a weapon in um, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Josh, that the Jem'Hadar use, and it's a beam weapon that destroys the coagulation in your body. So you just bleed out. Pretty fucking horrendous, right? I like that. Yeah. Is anyway. that,
1: um, don't some, uh, there's some kind of wild animals that have like anticoagulant um, oh, yeah. venom? Vampires, or... I
2: think they're
0: called. <laughs> I, saw, <laughs> I, I saw a documentary on them once.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, guy. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. All right, that, that's it. That was it. <laughs> You're
0: like, that is it. <laughs> that was yeah. the one.
1: I, I thought it was something more scientific. Vampires.
0: right. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Mulder. Well, uh, let's talk about the autopsy. I mean, there's not much beyond jelly blood, is there? There's not much beyond the old clean talks. Uh, and then
1: some guy coming in and telling Mulder Skinner's looking for him. I was like, oh boy, mm-hmm. that's going to suck.
0: Oh boy. Yeah, that kid.
1: <laughs> yeah. Little he, Skinner
0: Aaron boy. Oh man. But he looks like he's seen it. He's seen a ghost. When he sees Mulder? Oh yeah. He's exactly. like, um... Mulder? Um, um, Skinner wants to see you. Can you stop swallowing awkwardly and just spit it out, kid?
1: And here's Scully's like, what you, How are you going to, you know, how are you going to, what are you going to tell Skinner about not have the report? like, <laughs> makes a joke. Of course. Mulder, Mulder style.
0: And then the he shows up in
1: Skinner's office with a report in his hand. So I got to wonder what the fuck is
0: in that folder. Dude, nothing. It's drawings of dicks. And, <laughs> it's drawings of dicks and castles. And like breasted, large breasted women. I'm telling you, there's nothing in there because he his, couldn't get his, out of the office faster. In his plane ticket. <laughs> <from Sierra laughs> Guinness, that's it. Just little doodles. Because he hightails it, man. He is like, boom, back through the woods. Yeah. It's like, so, you know when the gazelle knows the lion is there mm, ahead of time?
1: Pring, pring, pring.
0: Just gone. See ya. That's him.
1: <laughs> uh, the... You know, I was getting a little nervous watching this episode because I thought I remembered it relatively well, but I had posted um, in the old Facebook group for comments before I rewatched the episode. Yes. And I'd said something about the Mulder family reunion. And as I'm watching it and like more time is going by, I'm like, shit, did I misremember it? And all that shit happens in Endgame?
0: Oh, bro. Because
1: like time is going by and I'm like, oh boy,
0: did I goof that one up? Fucking Ben Prue's is going to be all up
1: my ass
0: dude there's a mistake on the X-Files group page it's basically the bat signal for Ben Crew he's just like driving that fucking car pulls out flips lands on the post fixes it destruction yeah well but I was saved because
1: Skinner tells him that his dad is looking for him yes uh, does your dad not have any of your phone numbers, your office, your cell phone, your basement, your apartment? No. Well, um, I, I mean, guess, well, all right. In in his defense, the cell phone was destroyed by the car accident and, uh, maybe he doesn't have an ancient machine down there.
0: It's possible. Yeah. Seems like a terrible way to run your office though. In 94. Yeah. Um,
1: but Mulder, uh, this is the first interaction we as viewers have had with, uh, William Mulder. So we don't really know a ton about their relationship. I think he's been mentioned before, but we don't know much. And uh, it's kind of, this is fun because this allows the writers into company to be, you know, how, what is the relationship going to be like? How are they going to react? And we're watching and seeing how fast he bounces out um, is very telling. And leaving Scully in the lurch of this thing that he indeed is balls deep in and telling Scully like, Oh yeah, you got an address. Yeah. Go check that out. Yeah, how did that go when you told fucking Weiss to do that?
0: No shit. Also, I, I guess this it's is the like-
1: risks we take, huh?
0: <laughs> 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 He'll be standing up at the podium, uh, <laughs> you know, talking about how her brilliance and her light in the world, and then how she knew the risk associated with the job. And- there was no other way she would want to go out. And then, um, yeah, well. Dude, yeah, I, I, it's the twenty-eight minute mark, and I wrote down, "Holy fuck! What a major plot point for Mulder to dump his shit and run." Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, because we've all we've seen is how invested he is in this in this case. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, he's out. See ya. But Scully goes over to Germantown,
0: dude. She's cr- cruising through Germantown, and this and is what a- would you expect to find in a place called Germantown? What a <laughs> secret, creepy doctor's lab.
1: Secret creepy doctor's lab. And uh, boy, we see um, Chapel trash in the place in there. And it looks looks like a mix of like Dr. Frankenstein and Nazi science. That's
0: what it looks With like a splash on. of reanimator, right? It's With the spl- green juice. <laughs> sure. It's
1: definitely. Splash there. of reanimator. And he's like, let me step on this thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You're
0: like, what was that big slug looking thing? You'll know. see later. You'll, You'll definitely see you later, see later. <laughs> dude. Mm, boy. And she's out. Cool. Again, cloak and dagger shit. She's yep. I love this, that she's smart. She gets out of there. Oh
1: yeah, and but I like the chapel spots it. Mm-hmm. And then this whole moments of her at the house, calling Mulder, thinking that you know she's been followed, that she's in danger. It's awesome. Um, but man, so you didn't remember this episode super well, is that right? No, clearly. So what did I want your perspective? What did you think about meeting Big Billy Mulder? Meeting uh, well, I think he met was kind Mom. of a,
0: he was kind of a douche. He is. He is man. He you know he's like um. He's like a douchey kind of poet too. Like he's, he's, he's that, like if there's anything I'm bitching about in this episode, it's probably this moment. Like I don't mind the douchiness. That's that makes sense. But the the your sister's inside feels like the first thing you might say. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wax philosophical first. That's what I mean. Like your mother needs some time. <laughs> She wanted you to come. It's a difficult time. I appreciate you coming on such short notice. The certainty becomes a comfort that allows you to move on. What? Dude, Chris Chris Carter, stop it. (laughs) You're doing really well. (laughs) Keep it on the railroad tracks, buddy. Don't get too cute with your poetry, with your whimsy. Just say your sister's inside. What? Whoa. Right? Instead of laying the poetry on him. Also, did Mulder go in for a hug and William Spurn that hug? Yep. Give him the old Okay, I, I did see that. Yeah. Wow, I, I like
1: that you get volumes about their relationship in like a 10-second scene.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Your sister, so you have a twin sister. <laughs> it does look.
1: work. The 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 um, the bizarre Riddler talk <laughs> does work to heighten the tension a little bit. And, it does. And seeing the the back of uh, of the girl in there talking to Mrs. Mulder. You know what
0: really would have heightened the tension for me, Josh. <laughs> What's that? if I knew that it was the same girl already hanging out with that ding dong, <laughs> but no, I'm good a now fucking though. moron. It's good. Good now. Yeah. She's got some big eyes on her.
1: Yeah. She's got some kind of doughy. Oh, shitty yeah. Jody Foster, man. What do you expect? Absolutely. Um,
0: hello, Clarice, we are hanging out in the pickup <laughs> truck with the boys. <laughs> I just wanted Malta to say that, but uh, a cool fade to black. I love
1: the, the ominous music. As he meets his sister,
0: yes, that
1: was by the way really like it, because you know what if you put this tender like heart swelling kind of I mean totally changes it but this weird kind of like dark creepy ominous tones
0: you're like oh am I super excited or what the fuck is going on uh, here uh, I don't mean to keep harping on this because I'm I'm gonna. Be- is, because it's becoming is there a trope, Josh. fan but- fiction
1: porn in the fucking chat right now?
0: No, I've lost track. But before <laughs> on, we get to hard that, hardcore about. All right, we're going to get to that because that sounds hot. But before that, can can I just say that imagine, <laughs> and I won't keep going back to the well on this, my fuck up. I'm trying to turn it into a strength. <laughs> imagine my surprise when the music was weird.
2: <laughs> I was like-,
0: like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm feeling tonal inconsistency <laughs> here, but I'm going to go with it i'm such a fucking idiot dude yeah yeah Yeah. want to play stratego that was that was a good pull yeah that was great because that is uh we know that is what they were doing the night she disappeared not only do we know that that's what they were doing we know it because we saw it Mulder never actually says stratego stratego does he because I, i feel like you and i would have been all over that yep he doesn't he just says we were playing a game and we see the board and we see Stratego, and then she says Stratego, and I thought, that's pretty fucking good writing.
1: Yeah, I like that. 22 years too
0: late. Yeah, that's good. Yep. I don't think Dad can think of anything to say he just sat there. Mm. Where do you begin? And she starts, 9 or 10, I had no memory. I was placed with a family who raised me as a daughter. Who are they? I knew they weren't my parents, but I didn't remember Mom or Dad or you. But you came to remember us, he says. I started having trouble several years ago. It was diagnosed as free-floating anxiety. Nothing worked for me. I hit rock bottom until I underwent regression hypno, not hypo, hypnotherapy, and it all started coming back. (laughs) Cries. Crocodile tears. (laughs) That's not fair. Poor girl. I mean, she's faking, right? Yeah. We don't know that yet. No, we
1: don't know that yet. Right. Spoiler alert. If you're following along, and this is the first time you've ever watched The (laughs) (laughs) X-Files. A little bit of a bummer that's the other yeah. thing too it's just like the thing with the sister like she's gonna be in a lot but this is this is huge man huge this is we are meeting Mulder's sister this is actually Samantha that the whole the driving force like you know you write up Mulder as a character mm-hmm. and you have your central incident that drives drives him that motivates him that that has put him in the situation he's in that has made him the man he's become it's Samantha it's her abduction and mm-hmm. uh yeah, it's a huge moment, and I think they they handle this pretty well. I agree. Um, there was a. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I disagree. I'm not. I don't know. I'm 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 not With. sure how I feel about it. But Carmelita had an episode. Uh, and had an episode. Had a comment about this episode at the end of it. She said her mo- one minor gripe. Not so sure about the actress they chose to play Samantha clones. She's all right. I wonder if a different actor would have worked better. Got um. It. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely not noteworthy. Yep. I guess, but. I didn't hate her. She didn't. She wasn't like
0: fucking young William, right? In the new. You know what I would say, and this is an impossibility, but can we just have an intellectual exercise? Sure. David Duchovny is a good actor. I think Gillian Anderson is a great actor. Agreed. Um, I think that in this moment between Mulder and Mulder's sister Samantha, that if we didn't know who they were as actors, and we watched this scene play out. We would go. It seems a little flat from both of them, kinda. Sure. Like I don't want to lay it all at her feet. I get where Carmelita is coming from, though. But I did think about that. I was like, maybe, maybe what I'm supposed to believe is the company is playing this as guarded because he might be skeptical, and that's why he seems pretty, just sort of like furrowed brow. Not like you would imagine he would. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they seem both. She's doing most of the talk and he's just kind of supposed to be kind of acting, like responding to what he's hearing and his sister and I mean, outside of the, you know, Mulder's like 20,
1: not the most emotionally expressive person in the world. It's true. It's we true. Obviously that this. has
0: that has to do with the coveny. In and, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Right. But I mean, he's much different than, say, Hank Moody. But um but yeah, I I I found the whole scene between them like yeah, maybe, maybe it was a little bit, but I took it as maybe there's a guarded skepticism to him, and I kind of just thought of it that way to where it allowed me to sort of enjoy it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Like, I kind of just thought about it. I was like, well, I mean, I guess it's not too bad.
2: Yeah. But but
0: my initial reaction was like, it's a little flat. And then I, on the, you know, having watched it, at least uh, parts of it a second time, I was like, yeah. Right.
1: I mean, and BP says something in the chat about it being, because she's fake Samantha. I don't really think that's relevant because I think Mulder believes a hundred percent. I think my personal feeling watching it is that he believes it is real, Samantha. Um, right. You know, so that's what, that's what we're watching. The reaction. That's what we're watching.
0: The reaction of. Correct. But chemistry is a two way street too. I mean, it's, yeah, there's a lot of chemistry talk in the chat there.
1: Anyway, she gives her whole spiel there and she adds that she's in danger. She knows Mulder's was contacted. Yes. There's a alien bounty hunter. That's where we actually hear this term. Um, going after sure. her and her father and others like him. Men he would think of as aliens.
2: Mm. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, pardon me while I dry off from the bucket of cold water you just threw on my face. Because <laughs> you're coming at me really Mulder-like. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> so the crazy runs in the family? I uh, guess we hold off on the family brunch reunion. <laughs> I was gonna go down to uh, Checkers and grab a cheeseburger, but I got bigger fish to fry. Mm. Well, let's get to our girl doing work. Good old Scully here. Mm-hmm. In her, uh, she's she's
1: doing a little counter counter uh, counter surveillance. That got that shoulder
0: here. holster. Yep. Yep. The little hoodie up. Hoodie. She got a she's got a sweet um, fanny pack. Yeah,
1: T- that's mm-hmm. a tactical fanny pack.
0: I like it. Tactical fanny pack. And she misses an important message from Mulder. Your life yeah. may be in danger. I wasn't
1: sure I loved the the phone play mm-hmm. here here in the Too third cute. act of the episode.
0: Too cute. Too
1: cute. I, like once or twice fine, it's a little bit much. Like yep. every phone call they're missing by like a second or two just off screen. Mm-hmm. The fucking worst motel manager in the world. <laughs> 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 fucking mm-hmm. holds holds pencils like a chimpanzee and can't remember a name for more mm-hmm. than 5 seconds. Goldfish memory. Real good. Yeah, real good position to be in. Right. Um That was an animal medley. Yeah, I love it much. It's pretty good. I liked it. But uh what's what's most impressive is that Scully is highly concerned about her safety for very good reason.
0: Sure, an and agent has been killed.
1: An agent's been killed. Multiple. On the same
0: exact case you're working on.
1: Yep. You have reason to believe that the man responsible for it is following you. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? You fucking BA baracus you. You're returning to the lab. Mhm. Ducking ducking your surveillance and going back to find out more. Powerful. That's fucking awesome. Mhm. You know? Hide in plain sight, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just ballsy that yeah. even knowing she's in danger, not being able to get a hold of Mulder, not being the one that's, you know, really, she's not driven in a personal motivation for the truth behind this case. But no. what she knows is that the man who they believe was associated with that lab is in mortal peril, and she is going to risk her own life to try to... Find out more and try to possibly save somebody's goddamn life. She's a great, shit? great
0: pedal. Yeah. Yes, man. Yeah, I think she. I think we've determined over the course of uh, a whole first season and sixteen episodes of the second season, Josh, that she places a higher value on life. She takes it more seriously than Mulder does. Mm.
1: Yeah, plus just her, her responsibility as an FBI agent to indeed solve crimes, protect people, and not just you know
0: do the. You mean like work? <laughs> do her work. Yep. She does her homework, right? She crosses her T's, dots the I's. She does the job, is what you're telling me.
1: Bingo, bingo, bongo.
0: Yeah, well, off she goes. Got her little, uh, I love the, I call it a trunk gun, but it's more of a lock gun.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, that little... Uh...
0: Bunk, pops open the deadbolt, in she goes. Light of day, smart play.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, the place has been trashed, as we already
0: knew. We'd seen uh chapel going to work in there. Indeed. And an important piece of information comes across Mulder's ears, which is they can disguise themselves. Oh, Mm -hmm. because I believe she says she may not recognize him.
1: Oh, right. We get that from, uh, but I can Mm. really
0: like a Highlander, (laughs) right? You just know when you're dealing with an immortal. That's, is that how that works? Yeah. They just know it's fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. They do a lot in the show. Like they just go, Hmm. And they fucking swords come out. (laughs) Like as soon as he sees one. Yeah. They just look across at each other. So, so, abortion doctor. Mm-hmm. I got a couple of questions.
1: Well, the others were. This, <laughs> this guy, uh... He's
0: less effective, I think.
1: Because the fetuses are alive. It's just cruising around in the bag. That's rule number one about being an abortion doctor. Right. We're looking kill, for dead fetuses.
0: Kill the fetus. <laughs> you had one job. You had one job. Now I got to start looking at school districts? He's <laughs> like, have some fucking consideration for me, you know? <laughs> I hope you didn't take that person's money mm-hmm. because you certainly didn't deliver a service. That's right. In fact, on Yelp, didn't kill my baby. One star. <laughs> Would not recommend.
2: <laughs> gotcha,
0: motherfucker. I got you. <laughs> uh,
1: I got gotcha. you. Speaking of one star reviews, I'm sure <laughs> there'll be some more. Well, All in good fun. Yeah. That is, I mean, the imagery though of that thing. And when it moves. It's too much. Because I like that when Alien Bounty Hunter stepped on it. it, (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's how you do it, Doc. (laughs) Much better. But we couldn't even, you couldn't tell what it was. It was like a weird kind of bag. And when she lifts it up and you get (sighs) in the light and then that little thing moves in there.
0: Her her reaction to it is priceless. Mm -hmm. It's, It's sheer shock. Yeah, not shocked I don't like that. I don't like sheer shock. I think that's garbage. Utter shock. Utter shock.
1: Utter shock.
0: Her face is like, what
1: the fuck? Still alive. I mean, probably not after she drops it back on the floor and talks to the grigors
0: for a while. (laughs) But at at one point it was. Yeah, dude. Oh, well, who's this running around in here? Yeah. Freeze. Who's this clumsily running away? Yeah. Not built for speed. Freeze, Gregor. Can jump off a roof, but not going to win any foot races. Mm, yep. I hope you're not going after
1: our top secret medical facilities with that kind of speed and infiltration technique. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Freeze! You're not going to shoot me. You cannot harm us. Okay. And he's just like, okay, I'm going to go now. And then she uh, opens up the party. Yeah. And right? uh, she's like, oh, well, look at all of you guys.
1: <laughs> look at all of you. you. You've certainly made uh, our jobs easier. Yes. I mean, Alien Bounty Hunter's got to be psyched. He's been tracking all over the Northeast, trying to hunt down every one of these guys. And then you go ahead and consolidate yourself into one place. He's loving that. Hmm. Thanks, I yep. guess. Right?
0: Absolutely. But but Scully says, well, wait a minute. We're going to call and get you guys protected real nice. Everyone in a separate car. Everyone goes. To the same place. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You take the effort of oh, shit, dude. Of having unmarked cars split these guys up. And I'm like, all right, you're onto it now. This is like running a presidential, you know, protection detail. They're gonna take different routes and be <laughs> in different places and Executive do car protect. swaps, and then they just throw them in one hallway, cell after cell. Dude, hmm. I love the shot of our guy on the roof. Yeah, looking down. Yeah, he's cool a, shot. Because he's jazzed, right? He's like, "Are you kidding? If oh. only I had a grenade." He's like, "Super dope." <laughs> <sighs> take care of this lickety-quick. That's it, baby. And, uh, what do we, um, what, our next conversation, we'll back with, um, Mulder and Sam, right? there, trying to find, yep. They're trying to find Scully, more of this cuteness, right? They're, they're calling the motel place where she said she would be. Yep. And then it, it ends pretty quick from here. We get, uh, Oh yeah. Great point. Yeah. I keep thinking it's going to keep going. No, man, it wraps up really quick. Like it's if awesome. you're not, if you're not watching the time, uh, which, you know, ideally, it, if you cannot pay attention to that, it makes for better viewing because you're not like, you know, waiting. You're not seeing. All right. Two minutes left. Know what's about to happen here, obviously. Um, you know, we get some random uh, detective dude who ends up being um, obviously alien bounty hunter. He goes in there. Yeah, and he looks just, like he's wearing
0: like a Marshall's badge or some shit. Yeah. Well, he's, you
1: know, that's another dead guy in a trunk, obviously. Of course. And um, Mol- Scully's just gets like, I
0: need to shower. I love that, like <laughs> this is another goofy phone mess, yep, like I am just i am i just I'm a stinky girl, I gotta hit the hit the old showers, <laughs> not more concerned about my safety, even more so
1: now, but take a rinse. um, mm-hmm. you said you had some questions about the old alien ice pick. you want
0: um yeah, is it simply just a precision weapon that is designed to be effective, does it have a poison is it? Is it literally just in a, a, a spring-loaded ice pick that is straight melee? I mean, obviously, if you jam it in the base of someone's skull, you're gonna, its gonna do good work, right? <laughs>
1: That's a bummer for anybody,
0: no matter of course, yeah. No matter what species you are, I have seen Goodfellas.
1: I—I I don't know that it's ever answered in the show. Uh, okay, because I think I think there's a part where they kill one of them at, mm. with the same. Going at the base of the skull, the same thing with a with a firearm. Oh, okay. somebody in the chat might want to. So
0: me, is probably. it just something to be kind of cool and menacing and unique? Yeah, I think that's like a hundred percent what it is. Is that it? Just it's it's this cool
1: audio visual. And it's super like, precise. Like the,
0: it's it's the a shink. Fucking, yeah, and an ice pick is very precise, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's not a huge mess. I mean, they turn into gooey gas. So
1: yeah. But it's okay. um yeah. So BP says it's the only place you can kill an alien. Oh, okay, that's cool. But I think, like I said, I think you could use any. I think they they've shot them like in that same exact spot before, and it's worked. So I don't. I just think that that's a convenient and quiet way to do it. But more makes so, sense. it's a visually cool, and it makes that great little shink noise. Yeah,
0: it's cool. I think it. Yeah, awesome. Groove and we a. share our boys in cells. <laughs> yeah, and uh, boy. This uh
1: last scene, man, X files does not do a lot of direct cliffhangers like to be mm. continued, but um they do it up. They, they do, do it up. up.
0: That's right. It's awesome. Yeah.
1: Um the the phone the the knock on the door first. Yep. And, it, and it's Mulder. And she's like, Where the hell have you been? And uh then the phone immediately rings and she answers and it's Mulder. Dude. That's fucking
0: great. Terrifying. And I love the that, I mean, we see her, we see what appears to be her playing it cool. Yep, looking back. Which I dig. That's, imagine that moment, dude.
1: Boom, to be continued. <sighs> and, and going right back to the beginning, here's what's great is that, you know, we talked about that whole immediate res open, that cold open. Um, we don't even get to that point in this episode.
2: Mm, yeah,
0: yep.
1: Because, you know, the first, I think, chunk of the episode, you're kind of expecting like, all right, when is, uh, when is Mulder going to like run out to the <laughs> Arctic or something? Um, and then, uh, it takes a little bit, it takes right. a little bit. We're going to have to wait
0: till end game. We certainly are. And you all are going to need to wait two weeks. You are. And, uh, and that's the ep, pal. That's it, bud. That's, um,
1: that's colony. Boy. That's colony. Boy, that is some good, good goddamn ex That is some great
0: mythology. Great mythology. And I think our listeners have waited long enough to hear Brian Thompson as the night slasher <laughs> in the film Cobra. And I want to play this audio clip for you guys because it's from this movie and it's really fucking funny because he is uh, yelling at police, specifically Sylvester Stallone. So imagine, imagine like a fiery sort of, uh, what am I trying to say? Like a fiery warehouse where they like make things with molten metal, of course, and there's lots of smoke and yelling. And um, and, uh, we're going to cue up Brian Thompson yelling at Stallone, who is a policeman. Brian Thompson is named Night Slasher. He's like a cult serial killer guy. It's Satanic. A great, this is a great setup, by the way. It's a great setup. You ready? Mm hmm. Here we go. Let me get it on this side here. Ding. So you can hear it. And we're off. I want your eyes, pig. What? I want them. I want your eyes, pig. You
2: want to go to hell? Huh? Huh, pig? You want to go to hell with me?
0: Doesn't matter, does it? Best.
2: The best. We kill the weak so the strong survive. You can't stop the new world. Your filthy society will never get rid of people like us. Hell yeah. It's breathing, man. Yes. We are the future.
0: No. No. I'm in. <laughs> I am into this guy's message. Boy, we, we should just do a Brian Thompson month here at LSD Media. I'm going to tell you right now why that's awesome. And why I wanted to share with the X-Files p- people, because he's so not like that in the X-Files. Like, right. Like, he's really, like, intense in that movie. Yeah. And in, in this, he's super reserved. Well, and, in,
1: intense in a very different way. He's got that, Right.
0: Quiet intensity. That sure. Terminator intensity. Indeed. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. I figured you guys would appreciate that little uh, little uh, shout-out to our boy, Brian Thompson, the Alien Bonyhunger. I dig, a dig, mu- dig, a dig. A much different man. I want to... Um... I will do a little uh, list of
1: comments, but... Mm, yes. Mm, yeah. And, um, um, no, oh, go ahead. No,
0: uh, thank you. No, uh, oh, after you. Hey, uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, 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 sure. All right. Um, I will do uh, our, our resident new person, Anna Berkovich. And this is exactly how she talks, I know. When Russian spy killer is called name for alien bounty hunter, you just know you can't make this shit up. She doesn't really talk like that. But she continues by saying, gosh, I forgot how much fun it is. Skulls. I got a bad feeling about this case, Mueller. doesn't make any sense, um, I guess, as opposed to the rest of their cases that are just painstakingly straightforward. <laughs> mm, very nice. <laughs> Good stuff, Anna. And
1: welcome. Um, and then uh, from the OG, Miss Camarita yeah. Valdez-McGoy. I love this episode. The music in this one is some of my favorite in the series. The with a five o'clock shadow and the look at his eyes. Selling how much this very personal case is weighing on. The real acting MVP is Gillian Anderson, though. Her portrayal of Scully's shock and concern in various scenes is perfect. The introduction of the alien bounty hunter is memorable, but even more so is the iconic retractable ice pick weapon. The clicking mm. sound it makes the first time he used it still gives me chills. And then I mentioned her minor gripe about uh, shitty Jodie Foster. Um, Indeed. And yeah, we uh, we did mention the the music at least once, and it it's definitely noteworthy through. Through a few, uh, few moments throughout.
0: Now it would be a crime not to read Liza M because she put a lot of thought into this, so I'm going to. It's a long one. We like to give Mulder a tough time about his Samantha obsession, but this episode really brings home how important her disappearance is to him. In either show, her abduction would be used as a motivating device for the character to be trotted out for any episode that needed him to be especially intense in the service of some other plot of the week. With any other actor, we'd probably see some nobly suffered man pain that only made the character an even more romantic figure. But The X-Files is at its best when it's psychologically realistic about the crazy situations to which it's constantly returning. And David Duchovny deserves about a dozen Emmys for this episode alone. It really comes through here that Samantha's disappearance didn't just change or shape Fox Mulder, it ruined his life. He has never remotely gotten over what happened when he was 12 because no one ever could, and in many ways, he's still psychologically frozen at that age. This is why Scully puts up with his obsession. Her own apathy is enough for her to understand that almost all of, Mulder, all of Mulder's is poured into what he fears for Samantha or other people who are like her in some way disempowered and terrified. We also see how fucked up Mulder's parents are. His dad is ice cold and his mom, who is far from senile enfeebled, seems very used to being tucked into bed by her son, who is a grown man. It's clear. Hey, real quick. Interruption. Yes, sir. sir. Uh, The
1: actress that plays Mulder's mom, one year older than David Duchovny.
0: What? (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Yeah. One year older. So I guess I'm not sleeping tonight. (laughs) Continue. Continue. (laughs) It's clear that ever since Samantha was abducted, William has blamed uh, has blamed and guilt-tripped Fox for something we later learn was almost entirely William's fault. Even if it weren't, you can't really expect a twelve-year-old to thwart a high-level kidnapping on his own. It's equally clear that Tina Mulder, perhaps subconsciously from the beginning, has leaned on Fox to make everything all right, which he can't do now. Again, no one could, and certainly. Couldn't have done at age 12. It's actually pretty remarkable that Mulder has turned out as well as he has. He wants to believe so badly that the woman at his house is the girl who was once taken from it, all grown up now. But he cares about the truth enough to know that she isn't. To see him wrestle through the contradiction is heartbreaking. Um, So this the the reason I wanted to read this, number one, because it's super well thought out and well done, Liza. But also because initially i was bagging on that scene between those two a little bit and i said i kind of watched it again and of course this listener comment has has pointed out in a much more uh, clear way than i ever could um and there's a lot of good points here and it's that last point it's that to see him wrestle through the contradiction and that's kind of what i was started to chalk it up to towards the end which was it's it is he is he he's, he's grappling with this now a lot of that could be attributed to the back writing, maybe more than the acting. I'm not. That's not what Liza's saying. That's what I'm maybe saying. But it still works for me. So well done, well thought out, great comment.
1: Yeah, and we didn't talk about. Uh, <clears throat> we talked a, a bit about what we learned about Mulder's relationship with his dad, but didn't didn't hit on the mom. But it's definitely right. there too, and that was well pointed out.
2: Yes,
0: sir. It's
1: good shit, man. I think we've.
2: We smashed it.
0: have been the opposite of succinct enough for the evening. What are you talking about? We're almost two hours in for a 40 minute show. <laughs> hey, they love the content though. All right. Well, Josh, great stuff. Looking forward to the cliffhanger. I don't even remember it. So I'm pumped. Give you a hint. Submarine in the Arctic. Kick ass. Definitely going to watch it probably tonight. Might as well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. It's a holiday Fuck tomorrow.
0: It. it is a holiday. I have a Except tiny it. bit of whiskey to finish and that's that. Except I might need to watch the extendables. Oh, yeah. Extendables. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to everyone who joined us in the live chat. Um, we will see you uh, in a couple of weeks for more X-Files. Of course, visit us on the net. You probably already do. And uh, Josh, do me a favor.
2: You want to go to helping? <laughs>